Welcome to the Always Sweaty Podcast, where we dive into the exhilarating world of fitness, parenting, and the chaos of life, all while breaking a sweat constantly and finding the humor in every moment. I am your host, Ashley Johnson, aka AJ, from now on. Thanks. Hello, how's it going? It has been a bit, but we're back. It's a new year. It's been a couple weeks. It's all right. Uh, it's been a little chaotic here. A um, couple of illnesses that caused daycare to be closed meant that Max was my partner in crime at home, which makes it very hard to get productive things done. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Um, I guess... Uh, was talking with someone last week about just that struggle and they had mentioned how much of a struggle trying to do work and parenting during COVID when schools were shut down and everything was shut down and it was it was valuable insight because I wasn't a parent then I didn't truly understand in fact my day-to-day isn't a whole lot different because I work from home but I got a little piece a little taste of what that might be like except for, you know, Max isn't in school, so it, I wasn't having to try to to be a homeschool teacher and also do my work. So I can only imagine how hard that is, and sometimes it's good to have that perspective. Um, but it was challenging. It's been tough to get stuff done efficiently. Kind of felt like a start, stop, start, stop. Um, so if anyone has felt like that before, which I'm sure, whether you have kids or you... Uh, have been sick or you're dealing with other family members or who knows what we've all been in that position and I just want you to know that I see you I see you in that struggle okay all right today's topic is about self-sabotage this is a huge huge thing when it comes to our health and fitness goals in fact I would say with pretty pretty strong confidence That self-sabotage is the single biggest reason why you don't see the results you want. It's not that you don't have the ideal diet or the ideal workout routine. Because here's the thing. Our body is not like... Sometimes I, I feel like we think we are... You know, in some suspense movies like I can't think of one off the top of my head of course but there's always this like a lock a a vault door that has some extensive combination this intricate uh, way to open it I think sometimes we think our body is like that where we have to have the exact dialed in macronutrient and food plan has to I have to know exactly how much should I have turkey over chicken. I don't know uh, if I hit the wrong thing, then I'm probably going to not see results or I have to have the most dialed in perfect workout routine just for me because I'm different than everybody. The good news is, is we're not that our, we are not that much of a unique snowflake. Our body isn't. Yes, there are ways that we are different from other people. Like there are some people who do better with X, Y, Z thing. Yes. But as far as it goes with having to dial in every single aspect perfectly, 
in order to see any results. That's just not the case. That's just not the case. So what happens is we turn, we look outward for the answer to our problems. We look for, well, I need to find the, a different diet because the diets I've tried, they don't work. I must have to go keto because carbs are my problem or I must have to go vegan because meat is my problem or whatever XYZ thing, right? Whatever, fill in the blank. Or I need to do CrossFit because my workouts aren't working or I need to do yoga because my workouts aren't, whatever it is, right? You get the gist. You've probably have fallen into this trap. But while we're looking outward for the answers, the real solution, the real area that we need to kind of play detective is inside of us. And I know that sounds corny. It does, right? It totally does. Sounds like woo woo, but it's true. It's our mindset. It's our beliefs. It's our habits internally. And so if you want to crack the code on your results, it is going to come from the inside. It's going to come inward, not outward. Okay. If you see results, let's say you're someone who believes like I cannot have any sugar because I am just, if I have any sugar, then I'm uh, an animal. Like I can't, I'm uncontrollable. I have to do keto because it's the only way like I want to have sugar then that might be true. And in the short term that may work. But unless you are going to lock yourself in your house, you're never going to be in social gatherings, you're never going to travel, you are going to face some very big obstacles. And the fact of the matter is, is you're still not addressing the thing that is your bugaboo, the why behind why you feel that way about sugar, right? Avoiding something doesn't make it go away. It's still there and it will come out and it will throw you all the way off. Okay. So to truly do this digging, this, this type of inward work, I highly recommend considering seeing a therapist, working with a therapist because they are trained to know all the things to say, to really get at the root cause of your health and wellness struggles, right? Whether it is the food you eat or it's the lack of wanting to move a certain way, all those things, therapists can, they're magic, right? They, they are, they are magicians when it comes to the brain and thoughts and all of those things. Okay. I'm married to one, but I wanted to share with you an exercise today that could be a start. All right, it's, it's four questions to so just think of it as just scraping the surface because I'm not a therapist, even though some of sometimes the training sessions I have with people, they kind of turn into, we joke, uh, underpaid therapy sessions, um, except for someone who's not a, who's not a professional. And so it's not actually probably that helpful for people, but anyways, I'm not a therapist. I'm not claiming to be a therapist and this is certainly not therapy, but I do believe that this scratches the surface at going in the right direction, asking the right questions and starting to chip away at the things that are 
actually leading to your self-sabotage, okay? So what I would encourage you to do is as you are listening to this, if you can, pull out a piece of paper, pull out the note section on your phone, whatever, a Google document, I don't care, and write down numbers one through four and give yourself some space in between, okay? I'm going to give examples of each of these, so just I'll help you out, okay? All right. First question. We're just going to we're going to just go right into it. What are your self-sabotaging habits? Here's the thing. As you go through these, you will not get all of the answers. You will not think of everything just right here off the top of your head. So it is beneficial to come back to it. And the more often you come back to it, the more top of mind it is, the more you will recognize when you are doing these habits. You'll be like, oh, fuck, I need to add that to the list because I do this thing. All right, so here are some examples. Sweets after dinner. Super common. Ice cream, chocolate, cake, whatever. Hitting the snooze button in the morning. I wanted to get up early to work out or do whatever thing, but then you hit the snooze button a bunch of times. That's uh, that's a self-sabotaging habit. Drinking too much coffee. Yes, I know I joke about just you know, there's no wrong amount of coffee, but it's true. There is, especially if it's at the expense of water, not getting enough water. Giving in to cravings. All right, wanting, seeing a, an advertisement of a Big Mac and then being like, that sounds good. And then going and getting a Big Mac, right? It's giving into those cravings. So it's just some examples of self-sabotaging habits. If you really take some time to think about this, you're probably going to think of quite a bit. And this is not to make you feel bad about yourself, right? That's not the point as we go through this. And you're going to see we end on a higher note. This is like digging it it's called uprooting this is an uprooting practice we are digging up the the dirt we're tilling the soil we're kind of seeing what's in there right before we can can grow the garden or whatever i'm not much of a gardener you gotta it's dirtier it's it's messier before it gets pretty okay second question is why do you believe these habits exist so for example, maybe you find yourself doing these as a way to avoid hard things, right? Maybe hit the snooze button because you don't want to start the day. You don't want to get up and work out. You don't want to go to work. Maybe it's as a way to dull pain or disappointment. A lot of people talk about having certain foods as a way to uh, relieve stress. Stress comes from all sorts of emotions, right? It's not just stress that's uh, in sadness. It could be a number of things. It could be, your habits could be a way for you to feel temporary joy. So if you are, whether it's stressed or you're feeling sad about something or disappointed or maybe frustrated or hurt emotionally, maybe physically, a way to feel some temporary joy could be giving into a craving, right? Getting, having junk food, having something that tastes good or 
sleeping in a little bit longer or taking a nap or scrolling social media, getting that dopamine hit in some way, shape or form, right? So the more specific you could get on this one, the more insightful it will be. So if there are certain things that you avoid, you find yourself avoiding, maybe there's a certain aspect of your job that you avoid, or maybe there are some difficult conversations that need to be had with your kids or your spouse or your parents. And instead of having them and knowing you need to have them because something's not good, you turn to something else to make that discomfort go away in an attempt to make that discomfort go away. All right. Question number three, what is the story you tell yourself about these habits and your ability to be successful? The story you tell yourself, your self beliefs. So for example, I trip myself up every time I start to build momentum. I'm just meant to be heavier. I always have stuff get in my way. I'll never change because it's too good to be true. And there could be so much more here. Maybe you don't feel like you are pretty enough to be, to feel the way you want to feel because, and you could go deep because someone said something once and that became a core belief of yours. Really sit in this, sit in the mud of this question. And I will also say with this exercise, unless you really want to, you don't need to show this to anyone because you don't want anything to hinder your honesty because you have these thoughts. They are, they are there in your mind. They may or may not be conscious thoughts and the ones that are not doing this type of exercise is what brings them to the consciousness. And that's what we want. We want to discover those unconscious beliefs, those, those things that are there and they are displaying themselves through action and not through words. We want to dig them up so that we are aware. Oh my gosh, do I believe this? Do I really believe Cindy Lou, who told me that I was fat in third grade and I would never find a boyfriend. Do I, is that really what I believe? Is that the story I've been telling myself since third grade? Oh my God. That's why X, Y, Z. Okay. Last one. This is where we get the upswing. Okay. This, we want to end in a way that turns, it gives us hope. Yes. But it also turns this narrative on its head that up till now, we've kind of felt like we are at the mercy of ourselves. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but like, it kind of feels like we're, we're lost. We, we are hopeless. These are our beliefs. Um, I'm screwed. Uh, it's too late to change. No, no, no. We have to take back the power and here's how we do it. Okay. I'm going to answer this last question. What do you want the story you tell yourself to be. So you have previous question. You asked yourself what it was now or what it is right now. What do you believe it is right now? 
Now I want you to write out what you want it to be. So maybe that is, I am a confident badass who gets shit done. I let nobody, including myself, get in my way. I am a force to be reckoned with. I am the role model my family and friends look up to. I am successful in everything I try. I know my body because I listen to what it needs. Now, some of you might hear that and be like, well, I don't want to be delusional. That's not what this is. There's a big difference between having statements like that and saying something like, I am a professional baseball player and I won the MVP. That's delusional. That is delusional <laughs> for many reasons. Saying that you are a role model for your family and friends, that's not delusional. That's an aspiration. That is, you're writing down the things you genuinely want. And the more we can change our story from what it is now, this place that's getting us nowhere, we are shooting ourselves in the foot constantly. We're like, why can't I run? And you keep shooting yourself in the foot. We're learning like, hey, if I put down the gun and I put my running shoe down, I can run. I just have to believe I can run. That's what we're doing here. We are changing the narrative. We are taking back the power from ourselves, right? We're actually just rewriting what we believe. We're becoming aware of what we believe currently. And we're saying, hey, I'm changing this because I have the power to change it. And that, my friends, that is what will help you move forward. Regardless of the diet you try, regardless of the workouts you're doing, it starts between the ears. It does. And unfortunately, it is a lot more uncomfortable to dig into this than it is to do oh, 100 burpees. And I hear burpees more than anything else, pretty much. There's a reason why we avoid it. There's a reason why it's not marketed either, because it's not very sexy, right? It's not. You're not going to see ads on Facebook and TV and then magazines talking about how you need to do the deep inner work. That's not sexy. It's sexy to see people sweating and glistening in their perfect outfits. <laughs> but it doesn't matter how many burpees you do. If you don't address those inner demons, it will be for nothing. And then that'll just make you poor pissed off. Okay. All right. That's that's what I got for today. I want to hit you with this. I hope, hope, hope you found this helpful. If you did, please share it with someone who you think needs to hear this. Otherwise, as always, stay sweaty, my fine folks, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>